What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jonathan Kogan Show. We are live on the podcast. And again, we are banned from all the social media platforms. One of the most censored podcasts in the business because we tell the truth. Anyways, got a lot to cover today. Uh, start off with a little spiel. If you haven't subscribed to the Jonathan Kogan Show, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Also, search for the channel on YouTube. Uh, not on YouTube. We're banned from YouTube. Although I started another one, so you can find it if you search the Jonathan Kogan Show. But the main videos, if you want to watch, are going to be on Rumble. Like, let's get ready to rumble. Like that, you know. Uh, the account name is Ownership Economy. You could probably search the Jonathan Kogan Show. Subscribe there. I see a lot of uptick there. Probably because Russell Brand moved there and brought a whole swath of people over, which is good. We are literally seeing how we get our news fundamentally change in real time. Mainstream media, you could say, is dying. I would argue it's pretty much dead. I think it's only on in like old retirement homes where people can't comprehend what is on the screen because anybody who watches it is under a hypnosis, let's say, or in a psychosis, perhaps, like mass formation psychosis. (gasps) Maybe, maybe not. So what's going on in this world? We got a lot to cover. It's not Republican, Democrat, Independent. Swiss swat. That's what they, that's what the elites are trying to get you to do. And they're doing a really good job. Although I see it fading. I see the people finally realizing something we've been preaching since I started this podcast. And the reason I started the podcast, a big reason was that there are two parties. Yes, there are, but there's two parties and the same two parties in every country. They're global. There's only two parties in the world. It's the elites and the peasants. We are on team peasants, which by the way, has never lost in the history of the world. We're still here. Peasants. There's more of us now than ever peasants. And we've never lost. And we're more free than ever at the moment. And the elites are trying to take all that, but they want you to say, Oh, Democrat, Republican. And they got Democrats running over Republicans and killing them now and all this stuff. And I'm sure it's happening the other way, but whatever, that's what they want you to do. They want you to be foolish. They want you to believe what they're saying, but don't buy into it. If you need to wake some up, share this podcast. We are the most balanced apolitical podcast on the planet. We literally just talk about all of the fucked up shit going on in this world from an apolitical, genuine point of view that for some reason, people on the left and the right cannot do. They need to say words like conservatives, liberals, this, that, Democrats, Republicans. No. We're talking about people who are awakened and people who are not awakened. That's it. And the people who are not awakened are buying into the elite narrative that is ultimately going to get them to lose all of their civil liberties. No matter what country you're in. I don't care if you're in Germany, who, by the way, big, big, big week next week for Germany. You guys have the the military uh, being deployed domestically to handle riots while... Mask mandates are coming back. Get excited, Germany. Listen, we're fighting for your freedom on this podcast, too. This isn't just American. This is global. This is global tyranny. That is what's happening. Okay? Now, I think the world's understanding that. I see there's a massive wake up. There is a huge documentary that dropped. You might have seen it. You might have not. But it is on YouTube. It's been on YouTube for two days. I'm shocked. It's truthful. It's honest. And it's about the jab. I'm going to play a little bit of it for you right now. If you're watching, 
on, on Rumble. You could search the, the profile, Ownership Economy, The Jonathan Cogan Show. If you're listening, it's going to be awesome, okay? It's called Safe and Effective, A Second Opinion by Oracle Films. Just released two days ago. Got about a quarter million views. It's going bonkers. The reviews are out of this world. It is absolutely awesome. The people are coming together. The peasants are finally congregating as one and putting our political affiliations aside. I literally and wholeheartedly don't care what party you affiliate with. I do not care. I never will care. I don't care. All I care about is be kind to thy neighbor. Do not hurt children. Protect children. Speak up for children. That's your job. And do what's best for humanity. And everything else, we can debate. We can laugh. We can get in difficult conversations. Then we can go and have dinner. Okay? Enough with the fighting. Enough with giving in to what the elite narrative propaganda media machine wants you to buy into. Enough. Okay? Enough. Okay? If you are buying into it, whoops. Okay. I forgive you. Now, come to the side of common sense. We're happy to have you. Just come on. Just think about it. When they tell you how much we hate each other on the news, when you go outside in real life and talk to people, are people really mean to you or no? Is someone of the opposite race or sex or gender or whatever mean to you? No, they're not. They're not. Okay. Anyways, what are we getting into today? I'll go through the headlines and we'll get, we'll get into it. So we're going to do the safe and effective a second opinion. We got some other highlights from, uh, your favorite you you look everywhere for all the messed up stuff going in this going on in this world and whose face always appears bill fucking gates my lord god this is from children's health defense as gates doubles down on digital ids critic warns of gravest oh what is it gravest uh uh technological threat to liberty the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation this month announced $200 million in new funding, part of an overall $1.27 billion commitment in support of, quote, global health and development projects that include creating a global digital ID system. Go back and listen to the podcast I did months ago on the digital ID system. Go listen to it. It's a good one. It's a really good one. I thought it was very funny myself. I was the host, but I thought it was very funny. I'm pretty unbiased, as unbiased as I can be. I highly suggest you listen to it. I got great reviews on it. It's very funny and it's very true. What else we got? Breaking, breaking news. This one is going to just absolutely take your socks off. Ready for this one? Breaking. This is from Open the Book Substack, which is great. They are, they are freedom fighters. We love them. Breaking. Fauci's net worth soared to 12.6, over 12.6 million during the pandemic, up from five million from 2019 to 2021. How did Fauci get so wealthy? Probably just from being a good man and a fantastic doctor treating his patients who paid him cash to see him in his medical office that he does not have. He's not a practicing physician. He's a bureaucrat. He is a paid shill of the psycho or the psychological. The pharmaceutical industrial complex. But you know that. While millions of Americans suffered under his pandemic policies, Fauci's personal profits soared. By the way, why would you 
sell out and do so much for money when you're 80 years old and on the brink of death. No offense to anyone who's 80. I love you all. I do. But you're 80 years old. Why are you still doing stuff for money? It's irrelevant. Like whether you have 5 million or 12 million, who cares? Like chill out, back off. If you're still motivated by money, get the hell out of office. Just messed up. Your boy, Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City. Eric Adams this is from the Post Millennial. Eric Adams to house illegal aliens on Norwegian cruise line ship docked in New York. Adams plans to lease the ship for roughly six months so that border crossers being bused to NYC would have a place to stay as they are processed. The big boat would be docked at Staten Island's home port while it's in use by the city. Very good. By the way, I don't think any American citizen that is here legally is like, yeah, let's bring in illegal aliens that are criminals from Venezuelan jails to put in our society. Like, who says that? Like, nobody approves of that. We should recruit people from other countries that are the best in what they do, that are the smartest, the brightest, the, the most entrepreneurial. Yeah, we should recruit the hell out of them. We should get every single one of them here for sure. But who's who is in the street saying we need to give asylum to the Venezuelan convicted criminals? Like what? What? Venezuela literally emptied their jail. This is uh, this is as of a couple weeks ago. They might be here. They emptied their jail prisoners in Venezuela, Venezuelan prisoners, and sent them to the border and probably got through because by now you probably have a full easy operation where they can get anybody through because they have more fentanyl here than the population of the United States plus every Skittle and M&M ever made in the history of candy plus one is in the United States of America. Literally, we're going to get to the point where you take a bite out of an apple and there's fentanyl laced on the inside of the skin and you collapse. I mean, this is this is crazy. This is crazy. This is enough, enough, enough. We got it. We got it. We were fooled. You tricked us. You got us. Ha ha. We fair. I give it to you. Good job. Well done. Well done. You put us in a hypnosis and we, we got fooled and we'll own that. And now we want our privileges back and back off. This is crazy. Who wants kids eating fentanyl pills that look like candy or just taking pills because they're stressed out in college and or whatever in school. And they're like, I need a Xanax. And they take a Xanax and it's, and it's laced with fentanyl. And then they don't wake up. Who wants this? Please leave a comment. If you want this, I would love to debate you. I'm very curious. I've just never met anyone with comments. I was like, yeah, you know what? We should empty all the jails across every country and get, and we should pay tax dollars to give them first class. We don't want them to send coach, give them first class and fly them right into the heart of America. And then in the middle of the night, disperse these individuals throughout the country and shove them into the city secretly. So nobody sees them. And then boom, all of a sudden you have someone decapitated in the middle of a street in daylight in San Francisco. What? Oh, other big news today. If Newsom does not veto the medical misinformation bill, we officially have an infringement on freedom of speech in the state of California. If he doesn't veto it today, what will go into uh, legislation is that doctors, 
physicians in the state of California who have an opinion that disagrees with the narrative issued by the government. Yeah, you should definitely have uh, medicine come from Gavin Newsom. That's a fantastic idea. What? Who thinks that's good too, by the way? Anyways, if it's not vetoed today, which it looks like it's not going to be, if you give your patient an opinion that is different from whatever the script is that they give to you, you can have your license taken away, not your job loss, but your license taken away, which is a state-by-state cases. So you might be able to get it back. You'll probably see like red states be like, hey, come here. We'll give you your license back. But it's a, you might never get it back. You lose your license in the state of California if you go against Gavin Newsom's prescription, let's say, prescription. Who? Who is in this thought class that thinks that medicine should come from the governor? I want to know that person, too, because I don't think they exist. I don't think any of these people exist. I think we've been absolutely fooled, and we have an inverted reality based on propaganda machines online that are totally false. People don't think like this. Even the people who are for mandates, which is beyond me and wild, but there are people for it that are physicians. Are they, they are against Gavin, Gavin. Never trust someone named Gavin. If your name's Gavin and you're a friend of the show, listener of the podcast, I love you. Keep listening. But I doubt there's a Gavin listening because Gavin, Gavin is not a trustworthy person, name, whatever. When someone slicks all their hair back like Gavin Newsom, it's a red flag. When you look like a slime dog, it's a red flag. Anyways, back on to what else we're covering today. Is the real, this is from dailyskeptic.org, is the real COVID pharmaceutical bonanza just getting started? GlaxoSmithKline, GSK, which is not a manufacturer of the vax and thus did not benefit from COVID vaccine sales, recently announced second quarter 2022 results that surpass expectations. This has enabled an upward adjustment in the profit forecast for the full year of 2022. The Telegraph reported that GSK shares are up 44% particularly because of the uptick of the shingles vaccine. Hmm. Are more people getting shingles now? Who knows? By the way, why don't we know the ingredients in the vax of all these different? Why does nobody know the answer to that question? Why do we not know the ingredients? There's people who literally won't put a fruit in their mouth because it's not non-GMO or some type of food that's not like some organic raised blah, blah, blah on a farm in New Mexico or something but yet they put something with unknown ingredients into their body. That is fascinating to me. I'm not, listen, I'm all about freedom of choice. So do God bless. But that is so interesting. No, I can't take a bite out of that apple. It's not natural enough. Well, how about you put two of these things or six of these things in you and we don't know the ingredients? Yeah, sign me up. Does Gavin say it? If Gavin says it, I'll do it. Next, FBI allegedly engaging in purge of conservative employees retaliating against whistleblowers whistleblowers within the fbi have come forward to congressional republicans with allegations of misconduct by the agency what there's no misconduct by the fbi there's nothing controversial there shut up oh and lives of tiktok a great twitter account of just people literally filming themselves and then they just report it it's currently suspended and their second last post is literally a post that I think is like illegal. 
like the, the of what it is. And what it is is, is it's a Chattanooga Pride Youth Day. By the way, I guess there are people that think that children should be doing this, but it's men dress up as women. And it's a man, like he has a penis. He has a cock. And the little girl who's like five or four takes her hand and starts like rubbing the pants and then rubbing right over where your cock is going up and down on the cock. A grown man's cock. She's rubbing it up and down on camera. Go to libs of TikTok's uh, Twitter. It's the second most recent post. And you see a kid rubbing the adult man's penis. Isn't that illegal? Like, and she tagged the FBI, which is I found it. By the way, always listen to the kids, especially the little kids. Little kids know the truth. Little kids know what's right. They just don't know how to read. They just react from whatever they came from with the cosmos. And when you see people dressed up in crazy outfits, first of all, I find it so interesting. When I was little, like my options weren't like, hey, do you want to go to a baseball game or a strip club drag show? It was like, no, you do that like when you're 18 or ne- or whatever. You don't, at seven years old, my parents were never like, by the way, do you want to go to the strip club? Like what? That was known for something like my uncle did who was like a man. Like since when do kids go to like strip clubs and rub men's penises? Like when did this happen? This is so invert. This is wild. This is wild. I don't even know how else to say it. And then posting it on social media, catching a man taking a five-year-old girl and her hand rubbing his penis and everyone's saying, this is great. What? What is going on? This is so fascinating. It's disgusting, but it's fascinating. So um, I guess there are people for it because there are children there. But the children, what I'm saying was, is when these, these men who are just like women, whatever, God bless them. I'm fine with that. What do I care? And um, go up to the kids to try and touch the kids. The kids always, I always, in almost every video or every video, pretty much, they start crying and run behind their mother. Like they're scared. But then the mother like forces the kid to go into the hands of the, the man dressed up as a woman when the kid is scared. So kids, that's why kids are truthful and innocent and young and free. And currently, as adults, we're free at the moment. Probably not for long, but we're free. Why are we ignoring the kids' authentic reactions to this? Like, why? It's bizarre. Listen to your child. Your child knows more than you. You've been totally conditioned. The child has not. The child just came from the cosmos. You must listen to the child. That's why they say, children say the darnest things, or kids say whatever they say. Oh, and then uh, another thing, Matt Taibbi, fantastic Substack, one of the best journalists, posted a video on YouTube of a compilation of Demo- – it's called Democrat Stolen Election Claims. Actually, I'll play this right now, flashback. And it's all the times in 2016 when they say Trump's illegitimate, stolen election, and they say it's dangerous to say that now. That video was demonetized. What? I thought, What? What? It's playing all over for Republicans now, and we're not affiliated with a party on this podcast. We are just stunned that you could say one thing about one group of people, 
and it's okay. And then another group of people, and it's not only not okay, it's like banned. This is why censorships are here. Take a listen or watch if you're watching this. This is just phenomenal. And then we'll get on to the rest of the stuff. I mean, this is just amazing. It's really amazing. So Democrats stolen election claims. I mean, this is like, we live in a crazy world and it's very, very interesting. So here we go. Ready for this? This is fantastic. It's short. Stolen. What about the 2016 election? Look, I'm not going to go back into history. It was a stolen election. It was stolen. Stolen. He's an illegitimate president. He's an illegitimate president. You know, pretending to be president. Why do you think the president is going to such great lengths to essentially prove that he beat you? Because he didn't. One third of Clinton supporters say Trump election is not legitimate. I right? think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. You are absolutely right. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee and you can have the election stolen from you. The 2016 election was stolen. Got a nicer way to say that? Say Russia hacked the election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our elections. A little louder, please. Russia hacked our election. That was a 9-11 scale event. This was a kind of cyber 9-11 American institution. Yes. Russia hacked our election. Russia, you know, of course, hacked our election here. Half of Clinton's voters believe the conspiracy theory that Russia hacked election day votes. We know that they were into voting rolls, actual interference with the elections themselves. We know it happened. Despite no credible evidence, 67% of Democrats believe Russia tampered with vote tallies. Hacking the U.S. election. Hacking the U.S. election. Russia hacked our election. The Russians hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. Russian hacking of our election. Hacking of our, of our election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. Stolen election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. The universal assessment. That Russia hacked our election in 2016. Hacked our elections. Most young Americans consider Donald Trump an illegitimate president. An illegitimate president. He's an illegitimate president. Why is he See, illegitimate? He just won an election. He's an illegitimate president in my mind. I absolutely agree. Experts urge Clinton Kent to challenge election results. We will see how illegitimate his victory actually was. He's an illegitimate president. Russia hacked our election. Russians hacking our election. Hacked our election. Russia hacking our election. I don't see this president as a legitimate president. Trump is an illegitimate president who stole the election. He is not a president. He's illegitimate. And my biggest fear is that he's going to do it again with the help of Vlad, his best pal. It's terrifying. Would you be my vice president? <laughs> Hillary Clinton voters call to overturn election results. More than 4 million people have already signed a petition on change.org calling for the electors of the Electoral College to, quote, ignore their states, votes, and cast their ballots for Secretary Clinton. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. We are the victims of a bloodless coup. He didn't win the general election. Yo, Electoral College, make Hillary Clinton president, period. Donald Trump is an illegitimate president. <laughs> Dems don't accept Trump as a legitimate president. This wasn't on the level. This election was not on the level. I don't think he's a legitimate president. Our election wasn't legit. He got his victory from cheating. Yes, Trump cheated. Trump cheated the 2016 election. He's an illegitimate president. No validity. No credibility. Mm. And because of that, anger at what some see as an illegitimate president. <laughs> it will not be a peaceful change of power. A number of 
incidents turned violent. Protesters hurled trash cans, flash bombs, and objects at police. Several officers injured. Protesters threw rocks and smashed windows, leading to more confrontations, injuries, and arrests. The chaotic scene just blocks outside the secure area of the inauguration. Denying election results is extreme now. Yeah. So let's let's be really clear. That comparison that you made is just ridiculous. <laughs> Protest against Donald Trump's election. Should I keep going? I mean, this is amazing. We live in a clown world. It's a clown world. It is so funny. You have to put your political affiliation aside. Just be a human for 15 seconds. This is hysterical. Whoever doesn't see this, it's very confusing to me. If you don't see this, it's very, very confusing. I really don't get it. It's so obvious. Is that people are so late? Do they do they really just love labels so much they can't see the comedy in all this? It's so bizarre. It's funny. It's funny. Like loosen up. Like loosen up. It's funny. It's really really funny. So that happened. <laughs> That's demonetized for whatever reason. Interesting. Um, oh, by the way, another another big topic is that um, the military, the U.S. military warns that uh, the um, our military equipment is at dangerously low levels for sending so much to Ukraine. Dangerously low, the lowest in decades and could put us at a national security risk. By the way, w- since when is the Democratic Party pro war? What? What is going on in this world? Since when is the Democratic Party pro-war? Doesn't everybody want peace? Like, don't all civilians want peace or no? Like, why are people cheering a war? And especially the people who were the biggest anti-war during Vietnam and all that stuff and for everything, for Iraq, all this stuff. They're the anti-war party pushing war do you not see how weird this is this is so strange so so um i don't know what to do for all right let's do the scene from safe and effective a second opinion that is still on youtube well it's all true we just thought would they take it down from oracle films i'm gonna play a little piece from it i suggest that you go see it or watch it and uh this is a very moving part and um Take a listen or watch on Rumble, and uh, it's good. It's very, very good. So um, I'm going to play it right now, and you can decide for yourself. Safe and effective, a second opinion just came out. Also investigate SAGE, the Government Civic Advisory Group, and especially their so-called nudge unit, otherwise known as Spy B. Why did they drive such a culture of fear? From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction. You must stay at home. Earlier on the very day of that historic Boris Johnson speech, Sage met to discuss Spy B's methods of achieving behavioral change. The tactics were agreed. The influence is clear. The coronavirus is the biggest threat this country has faced for decades, and this country is not alone. All over the world, we're seeing the devastating impact of this invisible killer. And though huge numbers are complying, and I thank you all, the time has now come for us all to do more. 
you should not be meeting friends. If your friends ask you to meet, you should say no. You should not be meeting family members who do not live in your home. You should not be going shopping except for essentials like food and medicine. And you should do this as little as you can. If you don't follow the rules, the police will have the powers to enforce them, including through fines and dispersing gatherings. The way ahead is hard, and it is still true that many lives will sadly be lost. This is an important update from the government about coronavirus. Someone on your street, at your supermarket, or in your park is highly likely to have COVID-19. Do not go out unless absolutely necessary. Do not meet up with anyone outside your household. Do not put the lives of your loved ones in danger. This is a national health emergency. Around one in three people have no symptoms and are spreading it without knowing. Keep your distance. Exercise. Don't socialize. Stop the spread. Stick to the rules. If you bend the rules, people will die. I think what's important to understand is over the last two years, there has been the promotion of unethical psychological technique to encourage behavioural change, such as the use of fear, um, artificially increasing the sense of being afraid in order to get people to change their behaviours. And so fear drove the lockdown. It was the strictest of peacetime regimes...
Is mainstream media biased? That's what it says. That's good. Very healthy. These are massive protests. I mean, massive. The whole street is covered with freedom. Freedom, freedom. That's what they're cheering. Oh, that's good. Nothing to see here. The usual suspects. That's what they wrote back. That's a quote.
Between January 1st and May 31st, 2022, 15,113 people died with COVID-19 in England. 90% had received at least one jab, the source ONS. In 2021, Pfizer doubled its annual revenue to $81 billion. It is expected to surpass $100 billion in revenue this year. A paper published in America has found that up to 98 young people could be injured by COVID vaccines for every one prevented from hospitalization. A key author is the director of Harvard Medical School Center for Global Health Delivery. In America, a judge rule has ruled that the White House must release correspondence regarding a massive censorship enterprise with big tech. Plaintiffs allege that the federal agencies communicate with social media platforms about misinformation, disinformation, and the suppression of private speech on social media. Unreal, disgusting, excuse my language, but fuck that. We will not stop. We will speak out. We will be free. We will get the truth out there. We're sick of this bullshit, and everyone else is sick of it too. No matter what side you're on, people are getting silenced on the way left. People are getting silenced on the way right. Everybody gets silenced in the end. That is where this ends. Everybody gets silenced in the end. You have to understand that. People need to understand you're not on the winning team. You just haven't been doxxed yet. You just haven't been silenced yet. That is where this goes. It's the only place it goes. This isn't for safety of you. It's to take everything from you. While the biggest wealth transfer in history is going on, while the biggest manipulation of media is going on, all of this is against you, the people. Get that in your head. Oh, by the way, Gavin, speaking of Gavin, good news. Not, but here we go. Gavin signed SB 107 into law. Here it is. If a child, this is from Samuel Say, if a child runs away from home so a tattoo artist in California can cut their skin for a tattoo without parental consent, it's a crime. But if they run away from home so a doctor in California can cut their breasts off for a trans surgery without parental consent, it's legal. You cannot get a tattoo if you're underage without parental consent, but we can chop your dick off without your parents' consent. This needs to stop. This is so dangerous. This is for children. This is children. I heard on the Young Turks, who's the as left as it gets, and then on the far right, whoever that is, or let's just say Fox News, Tucker Carlson, uh, both of them agree that these surgeries should not be happening on children without parental consent. Neither side agrees with it. So who are these people that agree with it? Well, let me tell you who it is. It's the elites trying to take over the world. That's what's going on. You guys got to understand, you're far left and far right. You're on the same team, people. You are literally on the same team. You have different points of views about a lot of stuff. But in this moment in time, you are on the same team. You have to realize that. You're both against children chopping their breasts off without parental consent. Nobody is for that except Gavin, except Gavin, slick back Gavin. He's a criminal. He's a terrible person. There's a lot more I want to get into, but doctors are about to be silenced by new California law, and Gavin Newsom will not veto that bill today, as we know. So let's talk about Bill Gates for a quick second. 
As Gates doubled downs on digital IDs, critics warn of gravest technological threat to liberty. So what's going on, Bill? The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation this month said it will invest $200 million in digital ID projects. Go listen to the last podcast, that, the podcast I did on digital IDs. Go look it up. It's awesome. Encompassing, quote, digital public infrastructure, including civil registry databases and a digital ID to help meet the 2030. Oh, agenda 2030? 2030 again? No way. 2030 target date for reaching the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Go look up Sustainable Development Goals. The $200 million in new funding as a part of $1.27 billion by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is closely tied to Goal 16.9, in which digital identity programs are supposedly needed, Reclaim the Net reported. The funding adds to several existing Bill and Melinda Gates-supported global digital ID initiatives, such as the initiatives come under fire for violating people's right to privacy. You don't deserve privacy. As per the World Economic Forum, it is the year 2030. I own nothing and have no privacy, and I've never been happier. That's the real quote. I'm serious. <sighs> of all the other means of identifying and tracking subjects, digital identity poses perhaps the gravest technological threat to individual liberty yet conceived. It has the potential to trace, track, and surveil subjects and to compile a complete record of all activity from cradle to grave. Welcome to the fourth industrial revolution of slavery quote, digital identity will serve as a means of coercion and enforce compliance. They love whenever you hear the compliance from an elite person, red flag enforced compliance with the outrageous demands of a vaccine regimen that will have no end. They are going to vaccinate you until you can't even spell the word vaccine. Quote, it is no wonder that the Bill and Melinda Gates foundation is funding this invasive rights Abrogating technology, given Gates' investments both financially and ideologically in coercive neo-Malthusian and arguably eugenics-friendly methods, all from the Defender. I mean, this is just, this is just bad. Go watch YouTube videos on Bill talking at the Goalkeepers event in New York City the other day. It'll make your heart real nice and warm. So Fauci, 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 Fauci. The documents, according to OpenTheBooks.com, from the financial disclosures from the NIH, National Institutes of Health, the documents contain a wealth of previously unknown information. For example, the Fauci's household net worth now exceeds $12.6 million, up from $5 million in 2019 through 2021. What happened? Where did that money come from? Probably from Albert Bola. I wish I was a little bit taller, the CEO of Pfizer. In January 2022, U.S. Senator Roger Marshall forced open Dr. Anthony Fauci's unredacted fiscal year 2019 and fiscal year 2020 financial disclosures. The release followed a heated Senate exchange between Fauci and Marshall that concluded with Fauci calling the senator a moron. Okay, well, let's call Fauci what he is. He's a criminal. And he's a sellout. He literally sold out the entire country. <sighs> Fauci's household net worth tracker suddenly it dropped from 2018 and 2019 but then it went whoop through the roof with the global vaccination and he's the highest paid federal employee in the united states but don't worry about that oh we're, we're i could tell we're creeping in on some good data his investment he's such a good investor he's almost as good as pelosi 
You know, the best investors are not the people who focus focus on investing 24-7. Uh-uh, you moron. It's the people who are politicians who do it part-time when they have an extra minute. They have the best results. It has nothing to do with their full-time job. Nothing which you pay for. It's not Ray Dalio. It's not Warren Buffett. Those people are clowns. Talk to Pelosi and Fauci. Their returns are 80 million times better. They know what's up. So Eric Adams, who's going to be on the wrong side of history, has a Norwegian cruise ship being docked. New York City Mayor Eric Adams is nearing a deal with Norwegian cruise lines to house illegal immigrants on one of their cruise ships where they would be able to come and go as they please until the city government could move them into a more permanent shelter system. Why didn't? What about homelessness of American citizens? Do they get a room on the boat? Or is this only for Venezuelan prisoners? Which one? Why don't we, why don't we attack homelessness in the country first, which is spiraling out of control? I heard LA is just, and San Francisco, disgusting. You take a step, you're on a needle. You take another step, you trip over a tent. I mean a house. According to the New York Post, Adams plans to lease a ship for roughly six months so that border crossers being bused to NYC would have a nice place to stay as they are being processed. The big boat would be docked at Staten Island's home port while it's in use by the city. That's so much better. If I was a Venezuelan prisoner convicted of murder and rape, three-time offender, I would much rather be on a Norwegian cruise ship. Much better. Why would I stay in a Venezuelan jail when Mayor Eric Adams, you can live in New York City, come and go as you please, rape as you please, murder as you please, and be free. It's way better. No wonder people are coming here that are criminals. Do you remember when Cuba unleashed their prison population to Florida in Miami and it was like never the same? Well, it's happening all over again, people, at a more massive scale. And nobody's talking about how children are being uh, trafficked. We have the biggest human trafficking right in front of our eyes and human real, literally at the border of the United States. The biggest human trafficking system ever is right in front of our eyes. And no one's talking about it. It's bonkers. It's a bizarre world. It's crazy. Earlier in September, Adams told Marcia Kramer on the CBS show the point that he started to consider housing illegal immigrants on cruise ships in light of his failure to house them within the city. Quote, we're looking at it, Adams said, after Kramer asked if there was really a possibility to move illegal immigrants to cruise ships around. So if you worked hard, saved your money, and want to go on a cruise ship for vacation, uh-uh, fool. Those are taken. Those are taken. We care about Venezuelan prisoners more than nothing against them. But the United States government should probably look out for the United States citizens first. I would think that's a national security thing. But they are prioritizing Venezuelan criminals over you if you're in America. And if you're in any Western country, you're being fooled too. In Germany, your whatever minister said, I'm going to stand up for Ukrainians before the German voters. I'm here for Ukrainian people. And then your military is going to be on the ground next week. If you're in the UK, shit's bonkers over there. You got people fighting each other from all different races and places and stuff. You guys are, and by the way, your currency is going to collapse. Well, we're all going to collapse. It's the dollar milkshake theory. Go look in the dollar milk. I did a whole podcast on the dollar milkshake theory. And yes, it's coming true. How did I know? I read the documents. I understand the truth. I am not biased. I don't have political views. I don't have an agenda. All I care about is the truth and sharing the truth with the people before the financial system really collapses. 
and most people lose everything. So we got an uptake of shingles vaccine. That's good. Big pharma. You know, you really got to understand this core thing that's happening in this world. You really got to understand this. While we yell at each other and bicker in the Western world or whatever, you know who never loses? You lose sometimes. Maybe I lose sometimes. Maybe they lose. Whoever. We lose. Guess who never loses while we're fighting? Big Pharma. Nope. They don't lose. They're either vaccinating you, chopping off your dick or your boobs, and just making away with more money than ever before. They will chop your arm off for $10 and probably vaccinate it while it's not even connected to your body for another $20 and then kill it, even though it's already dead, and say it died of COVID, and then they get $300,000 from the federal government. This is what's going on. We're almost at that point where your arm dies separately and you get a $400,000 bonus because it was, I don't know, twice vaccinated and died with COVID. Who knows? This is crazy. This is like... It's literally a clown world. It's it's really fascinating. So let's see. We got another. There's a good video from Kitty Worthman. I don't know if I should play it yet, but basically she, you know, kind of what's going on here. I'll end with this. I will play this. Um, although I kind of want to play this little uh, shtick from Kim Iverson about what's going on in California. Um, let's, see if I, let's see if I can pull it up. Hold on. Let's see. Okay, let's do it. Let's try it. All right, I'm going to play this little stick of what's going on. She does a really good intro to it. So let me play this so you can understand because she's a really good source on. He's part of the second opinion uh, with the great doctors, the great Barrington Declaration, all this stuff. Um, and he's an ethics doctor. He was on the second opinion panel uh, that, that was in front of uh, Ron Johnson, uh, the only guy who listened. Uh, let's see if I can... Uh, play this beginning. I'll just play this short clip, this audio, so you can understand what's going on. She does a good job explaining. So take a listen.
Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's good. So that's what's happening. That's what's happening. This is a takeover. It's a global corp. It's a corporate communist takeover is really what it is. It's a corporate takeover. That's what's going on. And they're using California as the example. And whoever's out there, like on The View, they live in like bizarre world. I can't even believe they, that's pure hypnosis, that show. Like, it's crazy. They're like, oh, doing a great job like Gavin Newsom and, you know, a terrible job like Ron DeSantis. Like, who in the world thinks Gavin Newsom is doing a good job and Ron DeSantis is doing a bad job? This has nothing to do with politics. You're either pro-freedom or anti-freedom. It's like binary choices right now. It's crazy. And then and then they go, Gavin, why are more people leaving your state? Why are there, Why do you have a net? Why are more people leaving California for the first time in its history than coming in? And he said, well, it's because Trump's policies. Like, What? You can't blame this one guy for everything forever. That doesn't work. Okay. People are sick of that. Trump's passport policy. That's what he said. Trump's passport policies. Does everyone even know Trump's passport policies for the state of California? Anybody? You think that's why people are leaving? Come on. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And on Twitter, we have uh, a trend of God help us is trending on Twitter. God help us is now trending. So I will sign off with this podcast saying, God help us. Please share this with someone. We're censored. We're always censored. We don't tell the truth. I promise to bring you the truth every day. Please subscribe to the Jonathan Kogan show on Spotify or Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to, th- we've grown this thing organically. We're going to continue to grow it organically. So please share it with someone who needs to wake up or someone who's recently awakened and just wants to know more about this stuff without doing massive research like I do. And, uh, uh, share it. Yeah. Just share it. Subscribe, subscribe to the, the ownership economy rumble channel, or just search the Jonathan Kogan show. I'm sure I'm sure it will come up. That's growing quickly, which is great. And, uh, yeah, this is going really well. I'm happy to be talking to you. I love spending time with you. I appreciate you listening. And, uh, we're taking this thing to the moon because the truth, you know, you know, what we're doing, we're making freedom cool again. We are literally on this podcast. That's the motto. We are making freedom cool again. We're making freedom awesome. Freedom, yeah, we're making freedom cool again. That's what we're doing on this podcast. So if you want to help make freedom cool again, share this. Share it on social media. Share with your friends. Share with your loved ones. We are taking a stand. Well, we've been taking a stand. But we're going to make freedom cool again, and people want it. And to have freedom, you must have truth. And truth, I will bring you the best I can. And if I'm wrong, I'll admit that I'm wrong because then I'll gain more trust and I'll be better overall for the podcast. So it's wild people stick to their lives. We will always be honest. I will always be truthful and I will fight for freedom every single day I'm on this earth. Even if I can have a podcast not on this earth in the other spiritual dimension, whatever it might be, I will do a podcast there too if the people want it. But I think the people want this because we're making freedom cool again and we're taking this thing to the moon. Please subscribe to the John of the Kogan show. Please share. And until next time, stay free. And I love you. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.